the League 33 Fantasy Football Podcast. Brought to you by Tony Buyer Productions. Go to TonyBuyer.com. Welcome in, everyone, to the League 33 Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm League 33 Commissioner and former Sally Bowl champion, playoff outsider, Tony Beyer. Thanks for tuning in. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's championship week in the League 33. To know where we're going, we've got to know where we've been, so let's quickly recap what happened last week in the semifinals. Number four, Sludge versus number one, Iceman. Another week, another win for the Iceman. It's Mr. Iceman to you. Sorry. Dave's chubby young ho keeps on keeping on with a 22-plus point victory over Sludge. Jonathan put up a good performance, but his team seemed to get into the wrong lane in the second-to-last week of the season. Mark, we're stuck under a truck. Do you want to please think I don't know that? Sludge's Derrick Henry. Jack Marius Tactheratrix. Scored a little more than 24. Kirk Cousins. Hingle me Kringle Bears. Scored a little more than 22 against my Bears. Tyreek Hill. The Isaiah T. Billings Clyde. Scored 11. Hunter Henry. Le Carpetron Duke Marriott. And why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. Got the man from the island 12 and a half. And Stefan Diggs. Swervathan L. Gooding Splat. Scored just shy of 16. But Sludge McAllister had some duds as well. Mike Davis. Jamar is Jamar, Jamar is some Lamar. Tyler Lockett. Sequester Grundle Plith, MD. Will with only one L, Lutz. Dan Smith, BYU. All did not meet expectations last weekend, which played a factor in the loss in the semifinals and has him playing in the third place game, which we'll get to in a little bit. Dave got a little more than 31 points from Herbie, fully loaded. Iceman's Chubb was moderately engorged, scoring just shy of 13. Josh Jacobs. Yep, going back to the classics. Arthur Juan Brown got the man from the field about 10. Calvin Slide Rid, I don't know, that's his nickname, so that's what they said in Alabama, whatever, was the star last weekend for the Iceman, scoring a little more than 23. Ta-da! Koo put up double digits through the uprights, giving Dave a sizable cushion in the kicker bet. The only position that didn't perform for Dave was at tight end, which everyone knows is a difficult position to fill, phrasing, especially this late in the season. Well, where are you going to find a tight end this hour on Christmas Eve? But Dave may have done just that, which we'll get into in just a moment after recapping the other semifinal game last week. Number three, Bar versus number two, Hammer. Last week, I took a slightly careless analysis of both the Matthews' teams and went position by position, declaring winners and losers. Let's reflect how I did in the matchup with the Mats. Quarterback. I thought that Patrick Mahomes would have a better game than Kyler Murray, and I was wrong on that one. Kyler outscored Mahomes by about 10 points, which I didn't see coming, and I was wrong picking against Hamas on that one. Running backs. I picked Hamas in this one mainly because of the lack of depth that Mr. Barr had at the position. But it didn't matter because Matthew William had the top running back of the week, getting more than 29 points from David Montgomery, who won Maddie $10. 
Also, Jeffrey Wilson from the 49ers got the Mad Minnesotan 12 points. With just those two, they outscored Hamas' combo of James Robinson, who was the only bright spot, Kenyon Drake, who stunk, and Cam Akers, who hurt his ankle in the embarrassing loss to the New York Jets. So I was wrong on the running back front as well. Not a great start for me at 0-2. Wide receivers. I looked at Hamas' core of receivers, so DeAndre Hopkins and Adam Thielen, which I thought were stronger than anything that Matty Barr could put out there. And I was right. DeAndre Hopkins caught 11 balls for 169 yards and got into the end zone. So his 21 points was more than Barr's combo of Keenan Allen and T.Y. Hilton, who couldn't even score 10 points together. So I was correct on that prediction. Bingo. Tight ends. I gave Matty Barr's Mark Andrews the advantage over Hamas' Big Bob Tanyan. And I was right on this one. But I did get nervous when I saw Tanyan score on Saturday night. But Andrews caught all five of his passes, and he also found the end zone, outscoring the Packers' tight end. Bingo. Kicker. I was right on this one as well, picking Hamas' Rodrigo Blankenship over Barr's Jason Sanders. It's kickers. I'm not going to go into detail on this one, but I'm just mentioning it to let you all know that I was right. Bingo. Defense. And finally, I chose Hamas' steel trap of a defense over Mr. Barr's 49ers. This one was close. Pittsburgh's two points and San Francisco's negative two points. Uh, Yeah, neither defense was spectacular, but I was right on that one again. Bingo. I went four and two on my predictions in that matchup. Not bad. Not great. And I was also right with Hamas moving on to the championship to face Dave. You want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my baguettes off. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about 250 strands of light, 100 individual bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Sally Bowl 10, the battle of the landlord and the tenant. It's number two hammer versus number one Iceman. We have the top two teams in the league facing off in a dream matchup for the Sally and her new beautiful cans that John invested in this past year. Baseball. I know. I can dream. I liked how I broke down Barr and Hamas' matchup last week, and I have the imaging and sound, so I'm going to keep things the same, and I'm not retooling anything. Retooling? I'll retool you! Quarterback. It's Kyler. Murray Magic! Going against San Francisco versus Justin Herbert going against Denver. Straight up, I am not making the same mistake in going against Murray like I did last week, so I'm giving this one to Hambone. Running backs. Hammer just added to his running back depth by doing some last-minute holiday shopping in the wee hours of Christmas Eve, picking up Tony Pollard for $68 and Giovanni Bernard for $21. He'll add those pieces to J.K. Dobbins, Kenyon Drake, and James Robinson, who is listed as questionable going into the game Sunday against my Bears. It's a good running back committee the bro from Barry Mills has got there. But Dave's got something really nice in his running backs as well. Dave's Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs we mentioned earlier. Le'Veon Bell may be elevated to a starting role on the turbocharged Kansas City Chiefs after news that Hamas's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire suffered the injury of the season, the dreaded high ankle sprain. And Devin Singletary and Jamal Williams will probably be on Iceburner's bench, but they are running backs. This one is really close, but I'm giving the advantage to the Iceman, but barely. Wide receivers. Hammer has only two wide receivers, 
But they are some really good receivers. All-world DeAndre Hopkins and Adam Hooked on a feeling. are Matthew's only pass catchers going into this weekend. Looking at Dave's roster, he doesn't have much depth at the position either. He has the aforementioned A.J. Brown, who's listed as questionable but is expected to play against the Packers Sunday night, and Atlanta's number one receiver, Calvin Ridley. This one's a little bit of a dart throw. I've consulted some fantasy football experts rankings. I've consulted uh, Magic 8-Ball, and I'm giving this one to Dave as well. Again, barely. Tight ends. This one might be the toughest and hardest position to nail down because of the changes made very recently. I'm straight up looking at each team's best tight ends, Rob Tanyan and Noah Fant. I'm giving this one to Hamas's boy, Big Bob Tanyan, and his five-game touchdown streak. Each have a tight end on the bench. Hamas has Hayden Hurst, and Dave has Evan Ingram. I'm guessing both of those players will stay on the bench. But there is a wild card! The recently acquired and not yet cleared to play, but very intriguing 49ers tight end, George Kittle. At the time of this recording, the people's tight end has not come off the IR, but I would swing my tight end prediction vote from Hamas to Dave if Kittle plays. To predict this one, I may have to take some advice from Clark Griswold Sr. I had a lot of help from Jack Daniels. Kicker. Rodrigo Blankenship versus Young Huey Koo. I'm going with Dave's Koo. Not much analysis there. That's, that's it. Defense. It wins championships. Sometimes. Both Iceburner and Hamas each have two defenses apiece with each having one in the experts' consensus top five going into the championship week. This pains me greatly, but I'm giving this one to Dave's Ravens going against the New York football giants over Hamas's Monsters of the Midway Chicago Bears going on the road at Jacksonville. Sleeper agrees with me, but barely. I'm marking the nod on defense to Dave, but this is only if James Robinson is able to go for the Jags. If not, I'm swinging it to the Bears and Hamas. When we take all of that analysis into consideration, I'm giving this one to predicting looking at all the data the Vegas odds my magic eight ball to the man with home field advantage who's living in a home owned by his opponent I am picking David Iceburner he will prevail over Matthew Hannes in Sally Bowl 10 rent is due electric boogaloo yeah I went a little long-winded on the championship so I don't have much time on the third place game and the battle for a Ulysses S Grant Number four, Slud, versus number three, Bar. It's really hard to pick this one, and Vegas agrees. The line just keeps on moving. Can't see the line, can you, Russ? No. This matchup is going to be one that can outlap. We interrupt this podcast to bring you important breaking news. The North American Aerospace Defense Command, otherwise known as NORAD, has an update on their Santa Tracker. With more is special correspondent Clark W. Griswold, Jr., I heard on the news that an airline pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way in from New York. Thank you, Clark. Reporting from League 33 News in Chicago. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. That's what I think is going to happen in the third place game. 
If you're not in the championship or third place game, which is most of us, you still have something to play for. Week 16's top wide receiver will win you $10. So everyone's got something to play for. From everyone here at the League 33 podcast, our producer Bobby, Basil the dog, Sarah my wife, the basement studio, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, and have a Happy New Year. League 33. Merry Christmas!